Good evening. Welcome to the Daily Audio Prayer. I am Sean Odenhall. It's good to be back here with you this evening on this Lord's Day. We are coming together. We will begin with a section on worship from the Valley of Vision, Puritan prayers and devotions on worship. And then we will, with Thomas Manton, pray along with his writings on Christ is lovely in his relations. As we last night began sections of this book, beginning with Christ is altogether lovely and and now he is opening up the door to this truth and elaborating on the different areas that he is lovely, his offices and his relations. So let's begin, let's begin in worship, the Lord. Glorious God, it is the flame of our life to worship you, the crown and the glory of our soul to adore you, heavenly pleasure to approach you. Give us power by your spirit to help us worship now so that we may forget the world, be brought into fullness of life, be refreshed, comforted, and blessed. Give us knowledge of your goodness that we not be overawed by your greatness. Give us Jesus, the Son of Man, the Son of God, that we might not be terrified, but be drawn near with filial love, with holy boldness. He is my mediator, brother, interpreter, branch, daysman, and lamb. Him we glorify, in him we are set on high. Crowns to give, we have none, but what you have given, we return. Content to feel that everything is ours when it is yours, and the more fully ours when we have yielded it to you. So let us live holy to you, our Savior, free from distractions, from care, from hindrances to the pursuit of the near way. Thank you and praise you, and we worship you because we are pardoned through the blood of Jesus. Give us a new sense of it. Continue to pardon us by this. May we come every day to the fountain and every day be washed anew that we may worship you always in spirit and in truth. And Lord, we also want to remember tonight, Lord, as we're reminded in 2 Chronicles chapter 12, about Rehoboam, Lord. We have several things that we we want to come to you with so that we do not make the same mistakes and, and tra- tragic choices that Rehoboam did, Lord. For your word says when Rehoboam had established his sovereignty and royal power, he abandoned the law of the Lord. So, Lord, when we, we ask and when we are given power in this world and position 
that we may not see our sovereignty as Rehoboam did, that we replace and think that we are the sovereign one. We are our own God. The We are worshiping an idol. It is idolatry. And we ask that you would keep us from that sin. Lord, because of that, may we also, when we are feeling self-sufficient and things are going well for us, may we never abandon the law of the Lord. And in so doing, take our families with us for they will follow what we do. May we not be unfaithful to you, Lord, so that we would be carried off and and taken captive and attacked by the enemy as Rehoboam was. May we repent, Lord, if we are even close to this. Help us, lead us to repentance, lead us to the decision to say that you, O Lord, are righteous and your your decisions are holy and righteous, Lord. So help us, dear Father. Help us to never even get close to what Rehoboam did by turning away from you. Lord, we repent of anything in our life, Lord, that is that may cause us to stray and depend on ourselves. For we cannot depend on ourselves. You are the one who is totally sufficient and you are are the one who gives us power to do your will, to follow you, Lord. We cannot even obey you without your grace and your mercy. So we ask that you would do that and you would guard our hearts against idolatry, against idolizing ourselves and trusting ourselves. So lastly, Lord, we worship you with Thomas Manton and declare as Thomas Manton has that you are lovely in your relations. You are a lovely redeemer. You came to open prison doors to those that are bound. Lord, if we consider the depth of misery from which you redeemed us, even from the wrath to come, Lord, we are humbled. You redeemed us not with silver and gold, but with your own precious blood by way of price, with your outstretched and glorious arm by way of power. You redeemed us freely at the right time and out of special and particular love. In a word, you have redeemed us forever, never more to come into bondage. Oh, how lovely you are, oh Jesus, in the relation of a redeemer to God's elect. And you are a lovely bridegroom to all of us that betroths you to himself. May we glory in you. May the church glory in you. And follow the text. This is my beloved. This is my friend. Oh, you daughters of Jerusalem. 
Heaven and earth cannot show anyone like you, which needs no fuller proof than that you betrothed to yourself in mercy and loving kindness, such deformed, defiled, and altogether unwilling, worthy souls as we are. We have no beauty, O Lord, no goodness to make us desirable in your eyes. All the origins of your love to us are in your own breast. You choose us, not because we were, but in order that you might make us lovely. You came to us when we lay in our blood and said unto us, live. And that was the time of love. And you expect, Lord, no restitution from us. Yet you gave and give yourself and all that you have to us. Our poverty, Lord, cannot enrich you, but you made yourself poor to enrich us. Lord, no husband loves the wife of his bosom as much as you, O God. You, our Lord Jesus Christ, love your people. You love your church and you gave yourself for it. And no one bears with weaknesses and provocations as you do. For you are the Lamb, the Lamb of God and the church. We are your wife. And no husband is so undying and everlasting a husband as you are, Jesus. For death separates all other relations, but the soul's union with Christ is not dissolved in the grave. Indeed, the day of a believer's death, our death, is the marriage day, the day of your fullest enjoyment of you, Lord. No husband can say to his wife what Christ, Jesus, says to us. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Lord, we thank you that you have become our bridegroom and we look forward to the marriage, the wedding feast, the marriage feast of the Lamb of God. And last, you are altogether lovely in the relation of an advocate. That if we sin, we have this advocate with you, the Father, Jesus Christ. You are the righteous one. You are the propitiation. It is you that pleads our cause in heaven. You appear for us in the presence of God to prevent any new alienation and continue this state of friendship and peace between God and us. And in this relation, you, O Lord, you are altogether lovely. So we praise you tonight. We worship you alone. And we give our honor all to you. We submit and humble ourselves before you and repent of our sins, repent of our disobedience and our rejecting you, abandoning the law. We have done that, Lord. We are not innocent. Yet, you have forgiven us and your blood is sufficient for all of our sins. So we praise you for that and we rest in your abundant mercy for we can do nothing more that you and you have already done. There's nothing else that we can do to receive mercy and grace. You have completely taken care of us. For that, we thank you, we praise you, and we bless you, our Lord and Savior Jesus. Amen.
Thank you for being here, brothers and sisters. Lord bless you. And I pray that each of you would, everyone listening, no matter what time you listen to this, that you would be enriched by his goodness and his mercy and you would experience intimacy like you've never had before. May you trust him and love him. And I look forward to praying with you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.